Welcome back to episode three of the Musical Movements podcast. My name is Shrey. I'm Ashton Sia. And today we are at Beverage Boutique in Rice Dip. So it's basically a high-end spirits and wine uh, boutique with a tasting room. So uh, make, make sure you guys get down here and taste some amazing spirits and wines soon. So today's episode is all things running order slash itinerary. So basically, what order you should do what and at what time and that kind of thing and how long each thing should last, basically. So Ash, um, you know, we, we do the civils, we do the, the ceremonies, we do the receptions. Um, I actually have, like, I find a lot of things that we do weird, and, but they're traditionally the, the right way of doing things. Um, the, the first thing I wanted to talk about was, like, you know when you do the ceremony yep. and then there's a giant arrival, usually at, like, nine in the morning or whatever, and then you have, like, there's there's that there's that bit in the middle where the giant arrival's going on, the bride side of the family are outside, and then the less important family members are inside. Yeah, basically. And they're playing all this background music, and you're just like, oh, this is a bit strange. Like there's like 20 people in here. What's going on? So I try and limit I try and tell bride and grooms to limit that time yeah. as short as possible. So if they're not maybe send out two invites, I don't know. Like if they're if they're not gonna be part of the arrival, then maybe tell them to come like 20 minutes later. I don't know, something like that. I mean, to be honest with you, with the wedding ceremony, everyone's probably there like two hours before anyway. Yeah, it's true. So For no reason. And if it's, you know, obviously in the UK, you're not going to get as much hot weather. So they want to be inside the venue regardless and they want to sit down and just sit there and just wait. Yeah, that's true. You get a lot of waiting around. And then obviously, uh, you know, the, the bride and groom or the, the groom will enter, then the bride eventually enters. And then from there, it's usually about an hour and a half, maybe yeah. two hours, depending on the priest. On the priest. And then, obviously, I find the, the ceremonies more nerve-wracking than the receptions. That's why I don't like doing them too much anymore, because I get so nervous, because we're in charge of the music, the microphones, and the priest got a mic, and then, you know, like, any little, any little scratch you hear on the sounds, you're like, oh my God, is the mic gone, or whatever. It's, it's always a bit weird. I, I find it quite nerve-wracking. I just like speeches at receptions. I don't like doing them, but we have to. That's true, yeah. With, 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 I mean, I've had some issues sometimes with the lapel mic. Oh, where yeah. sometimes the mother just drops something or he's nudged something. Lapel is the one that's... Yeah, yeah the small yeah, yeah. one. And get, you hit this, like, this big, big noise. Yeah. And literally everyone just turns and looks at you. Yeah. And you're like... And the worst one is, you know when they take... <laughs> like, even if they take a handheld mic... Yeah. And then they go and do the giant arrivals... Yeah. And they expect the mic to work like outside. Yeah. And you're like, even if it, if, I mean, it's impossible. Even if it was working outside, the speakers are inside. Yeah. So no one's going to hear you're it anyway. So you don't, they're like, they're standing outside with a mic. And I'm just like, are you, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. But they don't get it, man. They don't, I don't think they understand. Well, sometimes they stand at the bottom and, and waving it saying, it's not working. Yeah. It's not working. I feel like we're going to end up talking about priests this whole episode. <laughs> and then you get the priests that come with their own mic. Which is which, which good. Are, it's good, but they're also sometimes really bad. Yeah, well, it depends on the quality. If the quality's not great, I'm not really... Quality of the priest. No, the, qu- <laughs> the, the quality of the mic. The yeah, quality, quality of the of mic's that, not yeah. great, you know. Um, I think makes-wise, you're always going to go for Sennheiser or Shaw, basically. Or Shaw, yeah. yeah. Those yeah, are the them two. two, right? Yeah, exactly. So, don't really want to go For handhelds, headset mics, lapels, I think they're all, they're, they're pretty safe to go with. So, yeah, I mean, ceremonies and civils, uh, like we said before, they sort of, they run themselves, essentially. So once the yeah. priest is in charge you know you've got a couple hours and then it's lunch and then after lunch you, I mean or during lunch you've got the pictures and then the bride and groom go and do their pictures yeah. um, and then they come back do the games and whatnot and then the bride leaves to go back home which is always funny I find that so funny why they all cry 
Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I get that you're getting married and like it's a big day, but like you're literally going from the venue home to to get changed and you're coming back, you to, the back to the venue. Yeah, yeah. But, all happy. Yeah, cry later. All happy, you know I mean? basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much straightforward, right? The civil is is really easy. Like in, for for us, I suppose we got like two or three songs to play max, yeah. um, and maybe a couple in between whilst they're signing. Um, but reception, talk me through your, in your opinion, you like your perfect, perfect rather um, itinerary, like a running order. Yeah, right. So because people get so confused with like drinks reception and speeches, and should they do two separate dance floor times and whatnot? So what would you do? Um, so for me, it would basically be, so the bride and groom enter, actually let's start with the, the, the guests will enter first. Yeah. So mm. the guests will come into the room. Um, no drinks reception. Drinks reception. Oh, are you talking about canapes or are you talking about actual reception? Well, this is the thing. So like people so, do a lot, of, I put their starters as canapes in yeah. the drinks reception, which I actually prefer. It's probably better because it cuts the time down a bit. You get more dancing. Yeah, you get yeah, more yeah. dance time. So I would say, yeah. So let's start with canapes. So yeah. they'll have canapes that will last for what? 45 minutes to an hour roughly, yeah, give yeah. or take. Um, normally there's a bar open, hopefully, so they can get um, a few drinks, have some canapes, so then they will make their way into the room. Um, and then normally, sometimes there's a challenge to get them to the seats. Oh, mate, that that is the longest. So actually, I'm glad you said that, because you know there's that bit where, so obviously let's say the drink reception was 6 till 7 p.m., for argument's sake, right? There's, someone playing the sax or whatever in the drink reception. And then they walk in and you're playing a bit of background music. And then to get them to sit down, that is... It's, so I always say keep that block, that bar closed in the room. Normally, yeah. In that room. Yeah. Just keep it closed. Otherwise, no one will sit down. No. And people are like, oh, but they haven't had a drink. And I'm like, well, they've just had an hour of drinks. Like, I'm sure they can sit down. You can have a couple of drinks on the table or whatever. I always say keep the bar shut. Yeah. I actually say keep it shut until starters. That's probably... The right thing to do, but nowadays most people are just basically keeping it open because yeah, people get bored, into... they're getting irate, they want to drink, you know. Yeah, but bro, like if you've had like an hour of, or say you get that halfway through the drink reception and you've been you've had a few drinks in that half an hour, and then you walk in and the bar is closed, would yeah. you be upset? Yeah. Is it? If I was a guest, I would be upset. Yeah, yeah definitely. I suppose you need to know the caterers like switch some drinks <laughs> over this way. All right, cool. And so you keep the bar shut. We know most anyway, so... Because I feel like if you keep the bar open, it's just going to take another half an hour. See, that's the thing. Yeah. And then it depends on the, the, the end time of the venue as well. Like, is it, is it closing at 11.30, 12, 12.30, whatever, whatever it is. More and more, I'm noticing it's getting earlier and earlier. Yeah, which it is. is not a bad thing for us, but it's a bad thing because it, in terms of dance time, sort of gets shortened. But yeah, I suppose that's true. All right, so anyway, carry on. So... um Let's say the bride and groom are about to enter. Everyone's seated. Yeah, so bride and groom. Um, so everyone's seated. Bride and groom make their way inside. Yeah. 99% of the time, they'll go straight to the cake cutting. Mm. Once the cake cutting's done, they'll obviously head back to the head table. If they're starters, starters will, will, will be served. If there's no starters, then obviously the speeches will start commencing. Okay. Because they've had canapes outside already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where they cut that. That, that starts because that will take up like 45 minutes. Yeah, ideally. yeah, for sure. So you for sure. basically cut that 45 minutes down and you've got more time, obviously, for dancing. So speeches will then commence unless there's any dance performances. Do you know what I always find funny is when, when like, I mean, it's usually brides that send the itinerary over, right? And they're like, oh, we've left 20 minutes for starters. And I'm like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> like, yeah, good luck with take, that one. It'll take 20 minutes to get the starters <laughs> on the table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, no chance. 
But I always say like, so it's funny you said that about if there's starters, go straight into it. If there's not, do the speeches. I always say, so Brian and Green walk in, like I would have the bar closed, but you might not, that's cool. And then everyone's seated, Brian and Green enter, do the cake. Yeah. And I say, just sit down and let one of the fathers speak first. So if, if one of the fathers is doing a speech anyways, I say do it at that stage, whether you have starters or not. Because it's probably the nicest speech out of all of them. Yeah, probably. And it's probably the most welcoming. So I always say get the one of the, usually the father of the bride, um, get them to talk first and just get it going, like get the speeches going. So get yeah. that one done. Then if you want to bring out starters, bring out starters. Um, but I would I would say- oh, so you, you yeah. get a speech before the starters come out? Yeah, straight away. As soon as they've cut the cake wow, and then okay. sat down, get the father of the bride done. He's like, oh, hey, welcome. You know, so good to see everyone from around the world. You know, the same jokes about free food, all that. Like, <laughs> get that one done straight away, yeah. Um, and then go into starters or mains, whatever it is. Yeah. And I, I hate to say this because I'm friends with a lot of the caterers, but if anyone's going to delay a wedding, it's either going to be the bride. Yeah. Bride's mum. Yeah. Or the caterers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's the, those three people. Those three. Um, so if, you know, if you got someone, if you're getting married and you got someone... Um, who's quite good at timing, basically, I would say get them on the case of the of the suppliers, like the caterers rather, um, and basically say to this relative or whatever, make sure food is out at this time. Yeah. You know, otherwise sometimes it gets a bit delayed and whatever, but generally- well, you've, got, you've got a lot of wedding planners nowadays anyway. Yeah, so they, they, they should be on, on the they ball. They normally take charge and, and, and deal with it all and they make sure- What's your views on a wedding planner? I think you can actually just get a friend or family or a cousin you to actually do it for them, yeah. Interesting. Are you saying that because you you do weddings though? If you money, you like you knew nothing about weddings. Um, I don't think it's that difficult. Personally, I feel like every as in the every... wedding. I'm not talking about like. So if you talk right, if we're talking about <laughs> doing the whole wedding where you have to book a venue, you have to go look for a caterer, you have to book a decor mm. company, a DJ, whatever. That's different. But I'm talking about running off just that reception. It's quite straightforward, if you think about it. So obviously, but is it is it though? It is straightforward. It is straightforward. I feel like every every DJ that does weddings thinks that they could be a wedding planner. We can. <laughs> we <laughs> basically no can. way, bro. Well, I can anyway. Can you do I, I, I think I. Can. All right, listen. If you need listen, a wedding if you planner, need a wedding planner. Ash. Hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. Forget the DJ. Here's yeah, a wedding yeah, yeah. planner. Hit for me now. up. Listen, listen, I'll DJ and do a wedding planner. Because <laughs> oh, oh my god. Because you got to remember. Oh my god. Let's listen, do that. Let's do we're, that. We're hosting the night. That's true. So we, we're in charge. I've got the mic. Yeah. So you have to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Listen, you lot aren't eating yet. Wait, you got to wait. I got to play one more track. <laughs> and then you lot can eat. And then we're going to do speeches if I feel like it. All right. <laughs> but I hear that. We, we may, Maybe we could. Maybe we could be as wedding in, planners. As in, I'm just talking of running of the reception. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. it was no, a case of, yeah. like I said, you know, getting a venue and this, and especially the morning ceremony, that could be a bit tricky. But in terms of the reception, yeah. I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. And, all right. And as long as you ain't got like, Four, five, six hundred guests. Then it's different. If you've got like a smallish venue, like two, 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 two three hundred, yeah, 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 it's it's manageable. That's true. Because uh, you've got to say is obviously once the people seated, obviously we'll announce as much as we can to get people seated. But they will then egg on to say, listen, sit down, sit down, sit yeah. down, sit down. I, I, well, I think we need to get a wedding planner on at some stage in in, in the podcast to to actually let us know what the wedding planner does that we what their don't views see. are. Yeah, 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 I I feel like you're right. I feel like. You know, but there might be more to it. So, yeah, yeah, there might be we'll, more to we'll, it. We'll get, but we'll get one to, soon. On the DJ side of things, it's, it is pretty straightforward, I suppose. Yeah. 
To be fair. All right. So let's just say, um, let's say they've got one out of four speeches done. Yeah. And starters have come out. Let's just say. Yeah. Um, a lot of catering teams, especially, and, and some wedding planners usually recommend that you put a bit of a, like a dancing segment in between starters and mains. Yeah. I don't agree. I don't know how you I don't feel. like that. Yeah. Why? Because once you've like, once you're on the dance floor, you want it to start and end. Yeah. One. Yeah. You one, don't want to break like one, one roll. Yeah. Because yeah, it sort yeah. of messes up the momentum or the sort of, you know, so some people are so hyped up. They're on the dance floor. They're ready. They're charged up. They don't want to get off the dance floor to eat. And then to drag them off. And then, and then to get them back and on back again. On, yeah, yeah. After yeah. they've had Sometimes mains or whatever. Sometimes that's to get them back on again because they're so chilled out at the bar. They're talking, they're chatting, whatever. To get them back on. I always feel difficult. like whoever recommends that, they're saying it because they need time to do something. Yeah. So if it's the caterers, <laughs> they're saying, oh yeah, have an hour of dancing in between. It's probably because yeah. they need an hour to, to get the mains out. Yeah, probably. But they don't need an hour. They can do it quicker. I know Because we've seen it so many times. We see it all the time. They can do it. So I always suggest, yeah, go, don't, don't do like two sections as well. Um, all right. So let's say starters is done. Um, so you're going to have a couple of more speeches here. Yeah. Whoever it is, let's say it's uh, the bridesmaids and, and the best man or whatever. Um, and then you go into mains. Yep. And then how long do you leave for mains usually? Because if you've left like 45 minutes for starters, you know, an hour for mains or? I think probably a little bit less. Less. I think everyone eats so much starters and canapes because oh, that's, that's normally the main. Starters are always the best, best isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Starters always That's normally the best. So they're, they're probably eating so much, they're probably just going to nibble on yeah. the mains. So I'll say half an hour. Half Once an it's hour. on the table, Half an hour. Half an hour once on the table. Okay. Because it takes that about makes ten, sense. It takes about 10, 15 minutes by the time they get it all out. And that's another thing. Caterers need to stop clearing when there's speeches on. Yeah. Because then all you just hear is like plates and knives Rattling and forks. And and knives and yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I I'm think. Not, oh, I'm not finished with that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I think service in terms of waitresses and waiters should just stop. Yeah. As soon as, you know, so, so I feel like caterers or wedding planners or whoever it is, I feel like I'm bashing caterers now, but <laughs> anyone that's in charge of waitering, basically, yeah. They should be advised if there's a speech going on, just stop. Yeah. Literally just stop. Unless you're serving the head table, just stop. Because there's, there's no point, like, you might be walking across the camera's shots or you might be walking, you know, across the bride and groom's face or, and then you're carrying plates and someone might drop a glass and as, while someone's speaking. And I, a lot of people that speak, I find, are quite nervous anyway. They are. And then if you've got, you know, plates and knives and forks rattling about, it's, it's not the best. Way to no, make them comfortable. It's hard to edit. Stuff yeah. Out, so. Yeah. Hard. Could so, be. Talk, could talking about be. editing. Wow. Pictures and stuff for speeches. Oh my God. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Pictures for. Speeches. Oh. <laughs> right. If you've got a picture <laughs> go. or video for the speech, <laughs> you need to give it to us in advance. Please. Please. Because you can't give it on the. Like, how many times have you done a wedding tree? Oh. And let's say whoever it is, the friend or the sister or brother or whatever, come up to you with the saying, oh, I've got a good picture for the, for the speech. Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've got, got it on my phone though. got it on my phone. Yeah. Oh, here's a USB. Oh, and I'm just like, we, we, so basically in preparation, which, yeah. which Devon and I will talk about in the next episode or, or whatever, um, in a couple episodes time, I'm not sure when it comes out, but we're going to be talking about this. We actually have prepared already slideshows and and running order in terms of pictures and, and what needs to be shown on screens or the screen 
And then to add to it is that's not just a, that's not a joke. Like it's not easy just it's to not easy. stick in five pictures in order. It doesn't, it, it sounds like, oh yeah, he's put it in a PowerPoint. It's not, no. it's not that easy. So yeah, please send it to us. Yeah, because if you've got like, for example, sometimes we've got big LED walls on the on the screens. And you've got to change the resolution. Yeah, the resolution. It's not easy. So yeah, that, we, yeah, we've got to have them in advance. Like for so sure. key. This is why we we go through with this stuff with the bride and groom in advance. But then I went through a phase happens. actually of um I, I, I used to I, I did it up until this season actually the the one that just passed twenty twenty one I basically said anyone that's doing a speech that has a slideshow or some sort of you know, picture show, I've always said to them, you need to find someone to press next at the right time. Yeah. I don't want to be, like, if I'm controlling the mics and I'm trying to stay out the way and then, like, sometimes I, the I'm not, re- yeah, and then you've the got to play a song, yeah, the, play a song. Or, or the intro or the outro or whatever. I, I don't want to be responsible for that. Um, I'm the same. I did the same. I said, just have someone separate that will come. Or I give them a clicker. Yeah, or bring, bring your yeah. laptop or wherever it may Something, be yeah. and then just have someone there. To yeah, yeah we can do that. Like it's, it's, you're right. You can't control the mics, stay out of the way and do the pictures. It's I, think, I, think, I think the larger the production, yeah. like if you've got a vision wall and we've got like four or five staff members there, fine, you can get away with it. It's fine, not a problem. But if there's just a couple of TV screens or whatever and it's just you and one other controlling everything, it's not easy. It's not easy. No, nah, no, nah, it's difficult. It's, it's, it's very difficult. This way. It's, and it's not even that. It's, it's, it's not impossible. We, it can be done. It can be it's done. just, yeah. you don't want to get it wrong. No. And you have to read that. You have to read the speech. You, as, you have to follow the, yeah. You yeah. As they've, you know, as they're saying it and then you're like, oh, is that picture one? And then, you, you know, and then, yeah, it gets a bit complicated. Have you ever done it before where you've um, messed it up? Yeah. Messed yeah up. I've messed up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why I stopped doing it. Yeah. I was like, I can't be trusted with this. I was like, no way. I can't be doing like, this is someone's wedding. I can't yeah. be messing up the speeches. Hmm. Would you, what's your take on like having, how many speeches do you think is, a, is, is appropriate at reception? Yeah, that's a good what, what question. Do you think, I think four to five max. So you have father of the bride, yeah. bridesmaids, yeah. best man and groom. So that's four. If you have... One more in between or somewhere. Sometimes the bride likes to talk. That's cool. But I think those four are the only four you need. You don't need best man and groomsman, bridesmaid, best friend of the bride. And like, it doesn't make sense to have all these. And then you have the cousins and then you have... Siblings. Yeah. That, but then having said all of that... But then siblings, again, like, yeah. if it's... Let's say the, the groom's got a brother and sister. They yeah. may not want to do it together. They brother will probably be the best man. You know, just, yeah, it gets a bit complicated. But then can't you, t- can't you tie in best man and sibling? I don't know. It's something. There, there must be ways around it. And also, you've got like four events. You've got Mendy night, Sangeet night, you know, um, the civil. You yeah. can always do speech that, those, those things if you wanted to. Yeah, that's true. What's the most you've done? How many speeches is the most in one week? Oh, man. So like one. When I tell you my one, you're going to be shocked. I, it wasn't about the number. The number, I think it was four or five. It was fine. It was the father of the groom. How long it took? Mum's life. 45 minutes. Wow. Okay. I swear to God. I'm not, I'm, I swear to God. I'm not even exaggerating or like making it extreme for the podcast. I swear to God. It was nearly 45 minutes he was talking. And it got to a stage where like, I was like, I don't know what to do about this. He's completely ruined the itinerary. Yeah. And he's literally. Downsized the dance half Yeah, it's cut. The, the dancing time. And, and the mains are now getting cold and like, and all these things were happening. And, People are looking at me, I'm looking at him and he's carrying on. He's got, he's not even reading that. Like, he's just got this speech in his head and he just kept going and going and going. I was like, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. 
and there's nothing. What can you say to the father of the groom? Like you, you can't, can't. You just have to. You just have to smile and just, just, just. Yeah. Have so with, 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 I, yeah, it. people come up to me after they're like, "Oh, that guy's speed was so long." I'm like, "Yeah, it's, it's the father in it." Like, can't really say anything. <laughs> it is what it is. He's pay, probably paying for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, basically. So yeah, well, I, I had twelve at one speech. You've had twelve speeches. Yeah, I had twelve, and That's... that lasted probably about an hour and twenty minutes. Are you serious? And the reception ran late as well. I'd see that I just don't understand why you would you would you know consciously factor in twelve speeches to an itinerary. No. I think five bars moving. I think five speeches Max. maximum. Yeah, is maximum. plenty of speech. Yeah, like, and I think you should enough. space them out. So, like you said, having a like you said, having the the bride's father doing the first speech. Yeah, just after they've cut the cake. I think have have a couple before, have a dinner, bit of a break, and then have two more. Yeah, or you, you have can, to make sure the groom's last, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, or, so going back to our sort of running order, I would I would have one after I've cut the cake, have the starters, have two more. Yeah. Have the mains and then have the rest. If it's just the groom, just, just have the groom. groom. Yeah. Because then from there, so moving on, the groom at the end of his speech, he can be like, oh, I would like to welcome my wife to the dance floor for a yeah. first dance, and then bam, you started, you started the whole night. That's it. And then easy. That's it. Yeah, yeah, done. That's it. So that's that's how I would do it. Because um, I, I, I think I said in episode one or two, I said that to Nanesh, I was saying, bro, like if you go to a club, yeah, you get that around 11 p.m. and you leave around two, that's three hours. Half that time you're at the bar, smoking area, bathroom, whatever it might be. That leaves you with about an hour and a half, two hours of dancing. And yep. that's enough on a night out. So why is that not enough for a, for a wedding? For a wedding, yeah. So true. I think, you know, depending on ending time, and that's another thing. You need to look at ending time to see when you should start. I mean, I think hour and a half is minimum you should have dancing. I think you should have ideally two hours would be good. Two hours. Is two good. hours is appropriate. Yeah, I think two hours is perfect, especially for good drafty weddings. I feel like because we don't, you know, we're not going to play hours and hours of bhangra. Like, no. like Punjabi weddings are a bit different. Their music taste is a bit different. We play a lot of Bollywood, a lot of R&B, a lot of hip hop, a lot of Afro beats, whatever it might be, yeah. you know, whatever they're into. So ours is a bit different. We kind of play quite a broad range of stuff. Whereas other weddings are, like Punjabi weddings, are a lot of Bangra with a bit of hip hop and R&B um, or whatever, a bit of house here and there. Um, and then like you get, you know, that's how their weddings are, which is yeah. great. And and. Uh, I've been to many Punjabi weddings. They're like so fun. They're full on. They're yeah, full on. they're literally yeah, they like, full on. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. You get dramas and stuff that come and then just <laughs> yeah, tie yeah. it up and stuff. But it's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's their sort of concept and it works. I mean, some Gujarati weddings, you do have some Dolpes that come. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not as common, of, no, of course. But, but it does happen. Because a lot of Gujaratis don't like Bhangra, basically. No. And it's loud. It's not. Yeah. It's not like it's a small bit of sound well, with the speakers. I think, I think the boys are going to talk about sound limiters in a couple of episodes time. Um, sound limiters yeah, is, is a bit of an issue. I feel like now is a time where there's more than ever. Um, you know, more sound limiters than ever before. They are. Um, no, and I know you're quite into your your sound systems and and lighting systems. Um, how have you found this sort of change? Because I I personally I hate it. I mean, I've had loads of you know bride and grooms ask before they've even booked me or, or, or even a venue, they ask me, what's the main questions I should ask a venue yeah, when I, when yeah, I book yeah. it? Yeah, that's a common question. And I say, there's, two, there's only two things you've got to ask. What time can I have the venue till, as in the last song? And is there a sound limit? Yeah. That's for me, the two main questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of it will fall in place. Yeah. 
So sand limit is key because there's certain venues where you go to, but the, the, the volume is so low that you can comfortably talk to the person next to you on the yeah. dance floor. And, you know, the places with these sand limits, that, like, they're some of the nicest venues in the country, um, but you can't really party. Nah. Like, we, we can make do because we're good DJs. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Um, we can make do with it, but I just think that like, if uh, if a DJ is unable to play at the optimum sound limit or sound range that he wants to, I feel like there should be other forms of entertainment going on. Yeah. So whether it's magicians or caricatures, I think that's what they call when they draw people. You know, when they draw you in that cartoon. You know, they... that's not during the reception, right? You can. What, I think have, I think do it. Yeah. Why not have a photo booth? All well, these yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, photo booth and stuff. Yeah. That, that that's all great. But the, 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 the drawing thing, yeah, that reception. It's sick, yeah. Mm, I don't know, man. Well, you think only drink reception? You're, you're cutting dancing time now. Yeah, but I'm saying this is if there's a severe sound limit. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, but they won't, the, the brand crew may not think to, to have all that stuff. Well, you know? yeah, but, but that's why they should this, listen to this, <laughs> this is a podcast. Wedding so. planner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just think there should be other things. Yeah. Because, or you have absolutely nothing and just try and focus on getting people on the dance floor. Yeah, from as soon as you walk in, eight o'clock. What? Okay, yeah. That's, I mean, what dance from eight? Yeah, eight, eight to twelve. Forget the speeches. Forget. <laughs> just have the starters. And the best thing is just basically have bottles on the table. Oh right, okay. mixers on the table. You ain't got to go anywhere. Just quickly go to the table, get your drink back. And okay, so to sum up this uh, first or well, third podcast, rather, um, Ash is saying, scrap your itinerary, just party from eight to one a.m. That is the perfect running order. Peace. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> No, so basically to sum up, um, I think we've kind of agreed. Um, have your drink reception for about an hour. Yeah. Start uh, also get the get the bride and um, get the guest in. Um, arguably have the bar open or close. I'd say close. He says open. That's that's up to you guys. Um, get everyone seated. Bride and groom walk in. Yep. Cut the cake. Do a speech maybe one or two. Yeah. On, yeah. Get the starters and the mains or whatever done. Get the rest of the speeches done. First dance. Bam. Party. Weddingplanners.com. <laughs> basically I think that's basically it man I think that's the best way to do it that's the best running order yeah so I basically mean, it, it yeah. can be tweaked here and there but that's that, that's 99% there so we're, and we're thinking you know optimising dance time essentially yeah that's what we're that's key that, well, yeah. that makes the party yeah, yeah. Oh, but this is the thing like that, that is the party that is the party because you even if we if we went to a reception you didn't have food flowers flowers <laughs> I mean even if we didn't have I mean, I don't want to say this, but even if you didn't have alcohol, yeah, you need something. Yeah. No, you need a DJ. Yeah, you, you need, need the yeah. music. That's the main thing. That's true. If you took away the DJ and you just had food and drink, yeah, gonna, I just... always say that same thing. Like, well, I say they, they, people remember three things: is did you run out of alcohol? Was yeah. the food good? And and how was the music? The music. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, well, our prices are going up. Yeah. All right. So that was our take on. Um, like itineraries and running order, don't take it too seriously. But some of what we said was real. <laughs> like to actually take that seriously. No, no, most of it was real. Mm, yeah. Um, anyways, hopefully you enjoyed it. Please do pass it on to your friends and family, anyone that might be getting married anytime soon or in the next couple of years or someone that's engaged. Um, subscribe, like, share, all those good things. And don't forget a new podcast slash YouTube video is out every Sunday. So uh, stay tuned and I'll see you soon. Peace. Take care. Yeah.